Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Call 870-263-1300. You ready? Let's go. You're in the zone. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% play, 10% luck, 10% skill, 15% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing raps Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, it's the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots His stocks through the roof, I heard from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% And he's spitting fire in Mike Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a f***ing type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep asking him was it Giving that birth that doesn't stand for an act But no, he's living proof Let him rock in the booth He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice Juice, him and his crew are known around as one of the best Dedicated to what they do and get 100% Nobody really knows how or why he works so hard It seems like he's never got time Because he writes every note and he writes every line And I've seen him at work when that light goes on in his mind It's like The one-two pitch Ground ball base hit left field Of course it's Corey Seager It is always Seager Breaks up the no-hitter to start the seventh The end of the bat through the vacated left side. Lead-off man aboard in the seventh. Yeah, a little cue shot here. Not something he intended to do, but he will take it. Under third, two out. Here's an 0-1 to Simeon. In the air to left center field. Guriel's back. It is gone! Picks his own number! It's a four spot. It's happened! The Texas Rangers win the World Series! Oh my goodness, uh, it's unreal. I was sitting on a recliner there in Nashville and just enjoying myself when he called me. And I tell you what, I, I, I'm so honored to ride with these guys. Uh, it, they, they inspire me with the, how resilient they've been. But to get this call, be part of this, I know how blessed I am. I can't thank these guys enough. It's amazing how they came together. And I I go back to Seattle. We lost a tough game there the last game trying to win this division. And they could have got down. They went in Tampa. 
put that beside uh, beside them and uh, just got after it. And it's incredible to do what they did. And that's what we talked about, how tough a group this is, how resilient they are. Again, they inspired me. Thank you, guys. All right, welcome into the zone. The Texas Rangers, for the first time in history, are your World Series champions. And they go perfect on the road. Way to go, Texas. That is the tip of the iceberg for what we're going to get into today. But, Wes, uh, happy for you and all the Rangers fans out there. And it is amazing to me how uh, I have never seen anybody really post anything about the Rangers. And, boy, it was just all over my timeline today. Apparently, there are so many closeted Rangers fans that just wanted to come out and spread the word today. I'm a Rangers fan. I've always been a Rangers fan. I got a Rangers hat from when I was a five-year-old boy. And look at me now. I've always been a Rangers fan. Look at me. This always happens. I never heard you say one word about being a Rangers fan, you idiot, until today. But enjoy it. Enjoy. I got this Nolan Ryan card when I was 12, and I've always liked Nolan Ryan. I'm so happy today. Good. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You're the real fans. You're the real MVP. A lot of them have been in hiding. There's been not much of a reason to even tell anyone you're a Rangers fan. Two years ago, they lost more than 100 games. So, yeah, you wouldn't mention it, but... Hey, come on over. Uh, And I'll tell you what, this team is full of uh, likable and some young guys. And you know what? The roster and the makeup of this roster, they're going to be around for a while. Um, It's too early to be talking about, you know, next year. But this team is young. They've got guys under contract. It's not a one-year thing for the Rangers. They're going to be there with the Astros and some other teams battling it out for, for the next five years. So uh, the the bandwagon is only going to grow, and it's uh, you're going to see more and more Rangers fans because they're going to be successful. You think about these some of these young kids that play baseball around Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas. When you win, those are their favorite players now, and they're going to become Rangers fans, and you're going to see more and more Rangers fans around Arkansas in the years to come. I mean, you look like Young. All right. That guy's a likable dude. Uh, Marty over it. All right. Over it. It's just beginning. This this always happens when a team wins, though. It's like nobody was a fan of the Warriors. You couldn't find one single fan of the Warriors before Stephen Curry and them started winning championships. Anyway, there are a lot of milestones that were reached. Obviously, going undefeated, to me, chief among them, the fact they didn't lose a single road game in the playoffs. Bruce Bochy wins his fourth World Series title. I had forgotten that he was a he was winner the, with. He was the Giants manager. San Francisco when they beat the Rangers. Yeah. But did he do. He was in San Diego. Did they, they never won a World no. Series. Though. No, no. Yeah. They won a couple of pennants, though, when he was there. 10, 12, and 14 with the Giants. Was that when Tony Gwynn was playing? Uh, I assume so. Players? Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, because I think I had his baseball card as a manager back in the day. Were you a fan of him? Bochi? I mean, fine. Obviously. I don't know. I guess. He had his card. He j- I mean, it just you get the packet. I don't know. I wasn't really a big collector. He jones, joins Joe Torre. Hey, I'm so happy for Bruce Bochy. I had his card back in the day. Woo! Yeah, I'm not that guy. He joins Joe Torre and Walter Alston with four World Series rings. Only Casey Stengel, seven. Joe McCarthy, seven. Connie Mack, five. Have more. Even, uh, let's see, there Max A's and Bochy won all the rings of the Yankees dynasties. What? Oh, every person listed except for Mac and Bochi won all theirs with the Yankees dynasties. He's the only one listed with rings from multiple teams. He's now tied with Dusty Baker for fifth in postseason wins, but his postseason winning percentage is over 600. With the win in Game 7 of the ALCS, he moved to 6-0 and in winner-take-all games. Now he's won 14 elimination games. That's pretty amazing. Mm. He has uh, got to go down as one of the greats, right? Sure, he's up there on the list. You want me to blow your mind early in the morning or wait? No, go ahead. You mentioned it. The Rangers, 11-0 and on the road. 11-0. and Right. That's, that's really the reason why they won the World Series, the way they played on the road. Okay. Their road to winning the championship went through the Rays, Orioles, Astros, Diamondbacks. The three best teams in the AL. R-O-A-D. Rays, Orioles, Astros, Diamondbacks. The what was that? What, what's the team that plays in Baltimore? Orioles. There you go. <laughs> um, How about that? I thought you were making them a cookie. That's pretty wild. Pretty sweet. Corey Seager, your MVP. Fourth two-time winner as the MVP of the World Series. He won the 2020 World Series MVP as a Dodger. So congratulations to him. And Rangers reliever Will Smith made history. His third World Series win with his third different team 
in three huh. years. He played for the Astros. That is insane. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, three years, three teams, three World Series. That's amazing. A little lucky. Yeah. So he was a Brave, a Astro, and a Ranger. Apparently Ranger. so. We'll see if uh, Barrett Slee's happy with him. We'll talk to Barrett coming up at 11.30. At 11.10, we're going to talk to Quinn Grovey about how things are going, in his opinion, with what's going on on the Hill. Obviously, the OC change and all of that sort of thing. And uh, also, the matchup with Florida. We've got the Red-White Report brought to you by Big O Tires. By the way, Quinn is presented by Bell & Sward. And we've got our Average Guy movie review from Chris Alley and Rock and Roll Sushi, which he posted about and I can't remember what he said but I gotta look it up again but he uh, he always tags us he's good it's called A Million Miles Away it's uh, based on a true opinion. story yeah I didn't know he did uh, dramatic roles I thought he was only I thought he was kind of the, comedic roles yeah. he was great in Ant-Man well he was and the, the other Ant-Man and the other Ant-Man he had that cop movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal that was pretty good I forgot what it was called though didn't see it End of Watch I think maybe okay I'll buy that it was good Anyway, I never even heard of this. It's on Prime apparently, but we'll get his uh, get his thoughts on it. Some guy named Luis liked it a lot. Uh, thanks again to OBU yesterday. It was fun. We got a chance to uh, talk to some young people yesterday who are interested in the industry. At least they were before we talked to them. <laughs> and I hope that uh, they had a good time. We enjoyed it. I thought it was a very engaged group. Yeah. And nothing against the group two years ago, but I thought yesterday's group was particularly uh, engaged with us, and I enjoyed talking to them. And it was nice. I mean, it's these are great things. I think for young aspiring people in broadcasting, I want to see people continue to chase this as a dream or a, a career path. And, you know, I hope we inspired a couple of people to stay on the path. And I was told by a person in the profession when I was a young person to get away from it. Don't do it. Don't follow my footsteps. There's no future in in this <laughs> well that's too bad i didn't and i'm being a knucklehead that was probably the best thing for me to hear because that's probably part of the reason i decided to chase it after all being hard-headed like you are yep. i i think i go back to my college years and, and fortunately and, and i've told this story but you know i, I got to work in a, at a tv station while i was in growing up as an 18 19 20 year old so i knew what i wanted to do but i learned a lot by working you know at that tv station hands-on experience when i went to college i didn't learn as much i got some on-camera experience at college but what i always took away from college is when people like us would come and speak to the class and give you real life stories and and can tell you what the business was like so i try to you know pass that on to some of the uh young aspiring journalists whenever i get to talk to them because i think that does make an, an impact and hopefully we made an impact yesterday it was good to have in that room a lot of guys, and they're so lucky, and, and gals, that get the chance to do play-by-play -play right now, whether it's uh, on a web stream or on the local channel, whatever the case, it, it's what great experience that is. Because uh, I didn't, we didn't have anything like that growing up, and they've already got a uh, as a 16, 15, 16, 17 year old experience doing play-by-play -play or color or or a podcast. Uh, I did a podcast with one of the guys that you know we met yesterday, and just talked high school football. Uh, what a great opportunity that is for him at that age to do something like that. Absolutely. The other uh, big news, of course, yesterday was Bobby Knight passing away at 83. Which I was talking to Bryce about this. I think he uh, will introduce. I guess we can say now. Bryce is here <laughs> yeah, from uh, over at Golden Eagle. Bryce Nall also hosts Tap Time on the Buzz every other week. You can catch him talking some beer. But uh, 83 seemed like he was older than that to me. Bobby Knight was a giant in the industry ever since I was a kid. I watched him as Indiana. I was a huge you know, basketball fan as a kid. I watched college basketball religiously. Dick Vitale was definitely you know, going back to the inspiration for getting into broadcasting. He was one of the inspirations for me growing up because he looked like he was having so much fun. I'm like, man, that looks like a good profession. Maybe I could do that for a living. And so he inspired me for sure. But, again, and a lot of it was you know, his interaction with those Big Ten coaches back in the day. And there were some great teams in the Big Ten, you know, years ago. Judd Heathcote was the coach at Michigan State, and he had some great personalities. Gene Cady at Purdue. Mm. Iowa had George Raveling, and then Dr. Davis, and then uh, obviously Bobby Knight was the stalwart in the Big Ten. So, I mean, there were some great coaches that came through there, but he was the gold standard and always entertaining and always interesting and always in the news for the right and wrong reasons. And uh, I read his book, A Season on the Brink, when I was in eighth grade, yeah. over and over and over again. In fact, there, was, there were a couple girls that I went to eighth grade with that eventually stole the book from me. I had the paperback version. I damn near wore the thing out. But the crazy thing to me is the first time I read a book that was like relevant to things that I was watching on a daily basis. So like I was watching Big Ten basketball every night, 
And this book is about a season in Big Ten basketball. So it talked about his preparation for these different teams. It talked about his dealing with his players, how he dealt with young guys. You know, this is when he was chasing Damon Bailey when he wasn't even in college yet. <laughs> Talking about how he was going to be the best guard on their team when he was in eighth grade. I mean, that was one of the stories that came out of that book. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was a, such a well-written thing by Feinstein. And the fact that he even let him have access is as remarkable as anything. But it just was so impactful to me as a kid. And again, for most people, you know, you're going to remember two things: the winning, and you're going to remember the, you know, the negative stuff with the the interaction with the players and the, I mean, the chair tossing thing. I don't even think people hold against him. That's just an iconic no. moment in sports. No, uh, this was a guy that you know, my I, I think my high high school coach just idolized. Uh, he he grew up in that that school in West Texas and had somehow connected with uh, Coach Knight and his coach back in the day. Played for Knight. So anyway, he was hardcore like. Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. So I respected that and had that kind of connection that I I, uh, I felt like he was one of the best coaches that I, you know that I knew growing up as a kid. And I you know I thought it didn't it never really seemed out of the ordinary to me the way he acted because I had seen coaches like that. Yeah, it, you know, coaching we grew guys. up around guys like that. For yes, sure. and it was no big deal. And so it was almost kind of odd when people made a big deal out of it, like you. You, you you shouldn't be like this. And I'm like, I thought that's the way it was, you know, being uh, around that my whole life. He wouldn't make it two weeks. Nowadays. No, not anymore. Yeah. No, and that's why my high school coach ended up yeah, retired, you know, at a decent age because they just didn't respond to him. The kids didn't respond to that anymore. I was thinking about Knight this morning, Coach Knight, Bobby Knight. You can't just call him Knight. You get in trouble, apparently. Um, but uh, he is, to me, a microcosm for all of us in a lot of ways. Because you, nobody's defined by one thing, and there are, everybody's got their layers, right? We're all we're all onions in our own way, and you can choose to remember him as the guy who was too tough on players or was even abusive, if you if you want to believe that, uh, a guy who was snarky and surly, or you could you know remember the guy who was tough on his players and got the most out of him and was fun-loving and kind of smart-alecky and would say anything and didn't take crap off anybody. There was a lot of things to respect about Coach Knight, for sure. And there's a lot of great things to remember about him, and there are plenty of things to criticize him over, too. I think we're both in the same camp. We're going to remember him as tough on his players, but but a winner. Mm-hmm. He got the job done. There is that. Uh, we've got a million clips in the system from over the years from Bobby Knight. Uh, we'll play some of those as we go through the show today. And, uh, you know, I think at times, and I, honestly, as an analyst, I thought he was pretty good. I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed listening to him do games most of the time. Well, you knew he was honest. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going to sugarcoat anything. Yeah, for sure. I'm happy that I've been able to coach this long because I've basically enjoyed uh, coaching probably 70-30 anyhow. And, and uh, it, it's a, uh, that's, that's a, a mark of uh, longevity as much as anything else. So I'm just glad I've lived this long. See, there's your kind-hearted Bobby Knight. And then there's, you know, other Bobby Knight. How big of a win was this uh, momentum mindset? Who knows? I don't know any of that stuff. You guys read fairy tales on all that bull****. <laughs> you know, we got to come out and play well the next time we play. And the next time. This has nothing to do with the next game. Just trust me. Now, that's an honest answer. I tell you that. Yeah. That's an honest answer. The game face thing to me and, and the momentum thing is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, there are games you feel like you really need to win, but it doesn't have any impact on the next, next game. game. Kids sometimes come out flat even when you get on a roll. You never know what's going to happen. He's, he went through all of it. So, anyway, not to mention his coaching tree. Let's just start with the fact that Krzyzewski played for him and is part of his tree. Mm-hmm. And God only knows what Mike, you know, Coach Krzyzewski created from from his time as a coach, but it all started with Coach Knight at Army. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life is the outtakes from him doing a, one of his coaches' shows on mm-hmm. the golf course, mm. and it's him playing golf and just bad shot after bad shot, and he's like in the bunker and can't get it out, and, it, and it's Bobby Knight language yeah. on the golf course. It, it's hilarious. It's one of those things that you will be in tears watching. It is so hilarious. So you played with Justin, too, then. <laughs> I can get out of the bunker, pal. I can skull it with the best of them. You just, you just take your time over there, Mr. Man. Um, before we take a couple calls, we've got Dick Girardi coming up, bottom of the hour. The Breeders' Cup is around the corner. will be here this week, and uh, we'll be talking about some of the horses that have Oakland connections. But Bryce is here not only to talk about what's going on over at Golden Eagle, but also uh, he comes bearing gifts. We very rarely let people go back-to-back on shows, but we are willing to make an exception if you bring us something nice. And, and for you, because you're a guy that hosts a show on the station, I would let you anyway. But... 
You guys have a special item that you brought us today. We do, and, and very rarely do I come without beer. That's uh, true. I think every show I've ever been on here with you, I brought beer, but I didn't bring any beer today. This might be better than beer. Might be. Yeah, it might be. Uh, I won't be able to drink it. Close. I won't drink it or I won't drink out of it, but... Well, you know, it's... Uh, here's the thing. I can buy beer. I can't get these shoes it, anywhere. Exactly, exactly. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, years ago, Bud Light was official sponsor of the Arkansas Radio Sports Network. Uh, fast I worked for- at ARSN yeah. for a while. Uh, fast forward a few years. We were not the sponsor. Three years ago, we actually partnered with the University of Arkansas. So we kind of shut the uh, radio network out, and now we're one of the official sponsors of Arkansas Athletics. Um with that being said, like anybody, you can now start to use logos and trademarks, and which is probably the best thing. And uh, somebody in Anheuser-Busch came up with the idea to uh, let's create some shoes that they can sell to distributors and then give pairs away. Well, this started as, uh, I've got a little thing here, that kick off the season with Bud Light. We thought these were going to be in... The start the of season. football season. Uh, they're in now, so now, as I told Wes earlier, um, we're going to call them basketball shoes. 100%. Uh, it's going to so be tip off the season. It, we're going to call it tip off the season, but uh, what I have here is they have uh, done some custom Air Force Ones, uh, Bud Light, Razorback shoes, and uh, you know we were here at the Sweet. morning show, and everybody got a pair here. I've already given Wes. If you're watching on the video, I'm holding them up. Kristen, here. his, and I gave Justin his youth size just now. Thank you. Oh, so, those are his. Yeah, yeah, those are his. Oh, I thought those were. What the uh, hell are you wearing, Justin? I'm a nine. I'm a ten. Well, I, I had to joke because I oh, had please. Wes's uh, box up here, and I sat yours on there, and there was definitely a, a difference in uh, the box. size of boxes. So, yeah, Wes has big, uh, big uh, skis. But anyway, and, and awesome. we wanted to tie this so in with sweet. you, and one of the reasons we wanted to get all you guys the pairs, because really you guys are great partners with us. We do, uh, currently right now, we're sponsoring the uh, early morning pregame with Baz and Trey uh, before the games. Um, we do Bud Light Blue Book on Thursdays with Randy. And then in the uh, basketball season, we always uh, partner with you guys on the, I believe, the SEC or the NCAA Pick'em oh, tournament. Oh, that's right, yep. So it just it was a natural fit for us to uh, want to give you guys pairs. And like Wes told me, he's going to wear his tonight on uh, TV, so that's going to be great. I asked him if he could get a close-up of them. He said, maybe. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, but for anybody that looks on the, I guess their webcams right now, or Justin will probably post a, yep, picture. a picture, uh, we are giving away yeah. a few pairs. We are giving okay. away a few pairs of these, and you can go to our Facebook page, which is Facebook or Instagram, Golden Eagle Beer. And there's a link there for you enter it in through Bud Light. Uh, you you got to be 21 or up. And this goes until, I believe, December 31st. Uh, now, I will say there is a shoe on the pitcher. The shoes they are producing is a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, if you want to enter for your chance to win a pair, go there and fill that form out. And hopefully, you know, we, we'd like to see a ton of them uh, won here in the state. I love it. They're so cool. I almost feel bad wearing them. You do. That's what I told somebody. I said, I don't know if they're going to look better on my feet or on a shelf in my office. I will not it's, wear them on an inclement weather day for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Because they're white well, with the red I, swoosh. And what was funny is when we were we were talking of, you know, who all, because we literally had the question of would you guys want them? And I said, well, we don't have purple and white or purple and gray. I would like those uh, too. But I figured Justin would still, being a transplant here to Arkansas, uh, take a pair and wear them. How so. about, uh, how's beer going? going good man let's uh we're bouncing back yeah uh, we're, we're going into uh the holidays and did you see the picture from the rangers locker room after the win i did not but i imagine it included there Bud were ten thousand bud heavies yeah that's uh budweiser official sponsor of major league baseball there were so. so many dead soldiers in the budweiser bin of uh beers that have been drank in that locker room after the game was <laughs> I, I would bet as many got sprayed as they did drank last night yeah so yeah that's uh, probably true yeah. yeah, that's probably true. But, but anyway, we want to, you know, uh, you guys are such good partners with us. We want to uh, give you guys some love. Appreciate and, that. And give you something to wear. Thank, so. thank you. Anyway. Appreciate that. That's uh, Nothing says I love you like an Air Force One. Exactly. You're Raising a good man. He's a big one. Nike guy. Yeah, I, you know, I am too. Yeah. So, uh, it's got a, yeah. Actually, I went to uh, I went to DSW and bought some Nike shoes last night. They I got an, I got an alert. They just got Nike. You went where? 
To DSW? Oh, I thought you okay. said DFW. No, DSW. But they just got Nike, apparently. It's a, you know, because one of the promenade closed. Uh-huh. The Nike, the Nike store. store yeah, yeah. But they just got Nikes out there, and they have these ones that are uh, white with a black swoosh and a, like a pewter kind of uh, outline around them. Yeah. So perfect for Saints. So the next time I go to a Saints game, I can wear them. That's why I bought them. But anyway. Yeah. Can't have enough swoosh in your. In no, your, I, and I, these are the says, most unique ones I have. As my wife says, I have way too many. Yeah, when you're wearing so, a Nike pullover too. I mean, I'm, that's me. Yeah. I mean, you see me at the gym, I'm like head to toe Nike typically. Yeah, I like Nike. It fits my feet well. Yeah, so. me too. I would play Nelly's Air Force Ones, but we have a certain member in our of our staff that hates Nelly. So. Yeah, let's just call him Headband to protect his anonymity. <laughs> he has deleted almost every song out of the system that had was a Nelly song, except for Champ. Because we, we have to. Because we have to have that. Because we do Champs and Chumps. Uh, Bryce, thank you, buddy. I appreciate yeah, yeah, you guys. Thank you thanks guys. to Golden Eagle. Appreciate, yeah, we, uh, you guys. we appreciate you all. And it's uh, it's basketball season officially now. It is. So let's uh, go. Maybe we can get a pair of these on Coach Muss. You I, never know. What, that would be pretty toned down well, for him. He's it, Mr. They Custom. They would be, but... Uh, sure, he'd it, dig him. He knows sponsorships well. You so guys I should hook he, him up. I wonder maybe. what size he wears. Couldn't tell you, but I bet our friends in Fayetteville do. I'm quite no. sure they know. All right, a couple quick calls. we got Dick Girardi coming up in a second. JW, what's up? Oh, he hung up. Okay. Grouse on the other side. What's up, Rebecca? Wes, I just wanted to say I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your team. They played great. I'm not going to lie, though. I was hoping to see a no-hitter, but I knew as soon as the announcer said what they said about that, the jinx was on and we weren't going to see it. But I am happy for your team, and I think it's great that CY is proving why more and more ball clubs should hire former players as GMs. I'm happy he's getting his second ring. Y'all have a great day. Love the show. Bye. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Rebecca. There's no such thing as an announcer jinx. It's dumb. Don't say that. Don't perpetuate that nonsense. It's ridiculous. Stop it. You, you, you sound ridiculous. You could fart in the microphone. It's not going to impact it any more than him saying there's a no-hitter going. It just shows you how hard it is to do that. Eh. The, the, the Diamondbacks had runners on base all night long, couldn't get that clutch hit, and then they finally get a, a hit, a, 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 you know, a big hit, and it's a bloop. You know, right. a bloop down the right field line. You're like, all that's all, that's all they needed in a key moment, but they couldn't get it then, but then they get get it leading off an inning. It was crazy. But the Rangers came up with the big hits all series long. Got to hit a break. Bryce, thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you, guys. 10.33. We're back in a second. Dick Girardi will join us on the other side. Talk about the Breeders' Cup. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. There's a new king of the hill in baseball. It's the Texas Rangers. They defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks last night by a score of 5-0 to zero to claim their first World Series championship in franchise history. They did it in five games. They won game one, dropped game two, then won all three games at Chase Field in Arizona. Corey Seager was named World Series MVP. It looked like the Rangers might struggle to get there after losing Jacob deGrom during the season. They also lost Max Scherzer and Adolis Garcia during the World Series. They even struggled in Game 5 where it looked like they might be no-hit. Zach Gowan had a no-hitter going into the 7th inning. Corey Seager broke the deadlock and the Rangers went on from there to win the game 5-0. Once again, the Texas Rangers, your World Series champion. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Is your Oak Lawn a roaring crowd and thundering thoroughbreds? Or is it betting long shots over cold beer and corned beef? For all the reasons we love it, live racing is back at Oaklawn starting December 8th. Champion thoroughbreds, more race days, and the largest purses in the track's history. Join us for opening day, December 8th. Make your reservations now at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. Football season in Arkansas is one of my favorite times of the year. 
And I think we can all agree that game days are better with tailgating. Fourth quarters are better with game-winning field goals. And the best played games are better with teamwork. And just like on the field, Bell Chevrolet is better because of our people and their dedication to our customers. Shop Bell Chevrolet and bellchevrolet.com today. Find new roads. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? You're back in the zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Check us out online at 1037thebuzz.com and throw us a follow at JustinAcre7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Now, back to Justin Acre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. I hope I'm not too late. All right, let's get to it. Dick Girardi standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Let's jump over there. We're talking Breeders' Cup. Dick, welcome back. How are you? Good, Justin. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm good. Excited. And, you know, it's every year there are a lot of Arkansas connections here, and we've got uh, a lot of them this year again in the Breeders' Cup. So kind of snuck up on us. I'm not going to lie, but obviously it'll be something many of our listeners will be wagering on this weekend. Yes, they will, and they will be joined by me. <laughs> i got some prop bets for you from betonline.ag. we got it all going on, Justin. I like it. Um, how about as far as the Arkansas horses? And the uh, I guess let's just start with the classic and just look at who is lining up there and uh, maybe where you're, where you're pointed there for the classic this year. Yeah, I mean, terrific field again. Arabian Knight is probably the hot horse right now. I mean, he ran in Arkansas early in the year. Uh, for Baffert, and then didn't you know, just didn't didn't go any farther, uh, and then he was off for a long time, and he had a great race in the Pacific Classic. I don't know if he's going to be favored or not, but that is the way it is on the morning line. So he's got a chance to be favored. Um, Saudi Crano, I watched win the Pennsylvania Derby's hot. The Japanese horse is fascinating. Uh, Yuspa, uh, Yuspa Tesoro won the Dubai World Cup. You watch him run, and it just, I mean, he's got this beautiful motion, and he's just this gigantic horse. Also, another hot horse is White of Barrio. Remember, he was a pretty good two-year-old last year, but never really panned out. But he's become a different horse over the spring and summer. And I thought of all the American uh, dirt races this year, I thought his Whitney the first Saturday of uh, August at Saratoga was the best I saw. So he's certainly a contender as well. And, again, there's these prop bets, like over-under, distance a length and a half uh and my favorite maybe is over under the time two minutes i'd be these are good horses but boy i'd be surprised unless the track is super fast if they won under two minutes yeah what about the youngsters you know we always like to look at the uh the juveniles and you know it's these are the stars of tomorrow if you will and they're obviously going to get a leg up no pun intended when it comes to uh derby points next uh next may as well so the, the Friday, tomorrow's card, uh, the Friday card, is all two-year-olds. Uh, it's basically called Future Stars Friday. They, they changed that a few years ago. So they'll have five races uh, on Friday and, and nine on Saturday, and all the two-year-olds are run Friday. And the Juvenile will be the second-to-last Breeders' Cup race on Friday. And, yeah, these are all horses' names you're going to hear next year for sure. Lot, who was really impressive winning the Breeders' Futurity at Keeneland, uh, Timberlake for Brad Cox. I think there's a chance you could see him at Oaklawn Park. Uh, you know, I know Brad runs horses down there. Um, he was really impressive winning the Champagne in New York. Now, Baffert has a number of them, but as you know, he is still barred from running in the Derby in 2024. I think the best of his three is, is Muth, the 10 horse. Uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know how this is going to play out over time, but, uh, I think that Locked and Timberlake would probably be the two most likely that you would be right at the top of the list as we get into 2024, with obviously horses that we haven't even seen yet could potentially jump into the scene. Are there any horses named Britney Spears running this year? Because uh, Not this year, unfortunately. Yeah, no. Well, I hope Timberlake isn't distracted by her. <laughs> be good. Are there any freaks, you know, horses that people are talking about that just w- we need to make time to watch this weekend? 
Yeah, well, we don't have flight line last year. I think we talked last yeah. year. We don't we don't have a horse like that who's going to win by like a million lengths. It, it isn't that. I I think maybe in the classic, one of two. If, if, again, if White Barrio runs like he did last year, and I think you'll have to ignore his total record. You know, it's like the team that gets hot right before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of where he is. And this the horse from Japan, uh, Ushba Tesoro, and the Japanese have won a couple of Breeders' Cup races in recent years, and they're winning races all over the world now. Uh, this horse was dazzling in Dubai. I mean, just awesome. And to watch him move, and I've, I've been watching some of the uh, the tapes of him this week, uh, and it's just he just looks like this massive horse. So I think those are probably the two to keep an eye out in the classic uh, that's three White Barrio and eight Ushba Tesoro. They might be the stars of the show over the weekend. And the turf, which is the race just prior to that, all the best horses in Europe are here. That might be one of the best renditions of the turf ever. we got a horse from John Gosden's barn. Aiden O'Brien is here. And you know, they've won multiple group ones, some of the best races in the world over in Europe. So that'll be a fun race as well. Uh, wet paint back in action this weekend? She is, and you know it's interesting. Uh, they, Brad Cox decided specifically to give her quite a long layoff because she'd been, as you know, you'd seen her been running all year long, and is in a tough race. I mean, a three-year-old going against Alder in the distaff, but I could see a, a Brad Cox exact in there, idiomatic, uh, who I think will be go favored uh, over over wet paint, and that that should pay decently. Uh, and let's put it this way: if it's so. Uh, idiomatic over west paint the wet paint and the distaff uh you may be able to hear me from uh all the way down that's a four seven exacta for those in the numbers man and clary is also in there too another horse that uh spent time at oakland won the apple blossom yep, yep so. for sure yeah it's interesting she, i mean she's running as a five-year-old and she might have the best pedigree in the world uh i mean she's by curling out of a out of a multiple grade one winning mare it's really cool that they've kept her on the racetrack because she's incredibly valuable as a broodmare. How about a long shot in there for the weekend, Dick? Yeah. How about, how about tomorrow in the juvenile turf, uh, my boy Prince is the five horse. Um, that's the last Breeders' Cup race tomorrow at Santa Anita. And I, I think he's probably 8, 10, 12 to 1. And he's in a race where there's no speed other than himself. So it's just tactically he's got a huge advantage. The question is, is he good enough to beat the European turf horses who have dominated that the juvenile turf uh, since it commenced 15 years ago? But at the very least, he's going to give you a thrill because he's going to be in front when they hit the top of the stretch. Hmm. I like it. How about uh, another prop better too? By the way, we're just we're talking to Dick Girardi if you're just tuning in and uh, getting getting a few picks in here. So always always good stuff. But uh, anything else in there you like as far as some prop bets? Yeah, so uh, there's a the gate to wire winner. Uh, yes, is plus three fifty, and if you think it's yes, that means you like Saudi Crown or, or Arabian Night. Those are the two that are most likely going to go wire to wire. Either could win, but I don't know that you're necessarily getting the best price there for them. You could probably bet them you know, at least Saudi Crown. You could bet individually get a better price. The no is minus five hundred. I'm not a big fan of minus five hundred, but I think mm-hmm. it's more likely no than yes. Uh, and this is a cool one. Starting gate of the winner. One through seven is plus 190, but that included Archangelo, who's no longer in the race. He's scratched. And gates eight to 13 is minus 240. That's where you see a lot of the better horses. I mean, I like White Barrio. He's in that one to seven operation. Uh, so I'd, I'd probably go with the plus 190. And if he doesn't get there, I'd hope one of the other ones get there. Are you, are you a track bias guy? I am. Okay. All right. Very much so, and I will be watching. And Santa Anita, there are times where if you're not on the rail or on the lead, you've got problems out there. So yeah. it's something to be paying attention to early early in the, on Friday and Saturday's card for sure. Uh, very good. Well, listen, always always great. And uh, we're only, what, 30-something now? Yeah, we're 30, under 40 days to Oakland starting, which is in, insane to yeah. believe. How about that? Yeah, it all, I think I think they're just opening the barn area. I think horses are starting yeah, to show up. That's, there. that's correct. So, yeah, people will be starting to uh, book their reservations for uh, all the various places to watch races but uh certainly appreciate you coming on and we'll look forward to maybe we'll get you on before the season starts to get some thoughts on the uh, upcoming season at oakland as well love to do it anytime guys all right dick thanks so much man take care you got it. all right yep. see you now. Bye. Dick, dick girardi on the brand of moving and storage hotline uh good stuff per usual
It's ten forty-five. Let me get uh, Wes is going to update the days. He's counting in his head. I can see the I can see the wheels turn. JW, quit teasing me, okay? If you're not going <clears> to <throat> if you're not going to you know if you're going to put out, just quit, quit teasing me. Will you? Come on. Can you hear me? Hello. There he is. Hey. We got him. Oh, JW. He's been on three different lines. Hey, I'm out here in the Deerwood. Okay. I'm out here in the Deerwood. And <laughs> We've left you on hold a while, too, so I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I was out here in the Deerwood. One minute I got signal, and the next minute it drops me. So I can't, the phone can't make up its mind. We can send people to the moon, but we can't get phones to work <laughs> yes. in but, rural areas. But can you make up your mind? That's the question, JW. I know what I want to talk about. It's just me trying to get on here and talk about it. Let's go. So my question is, what's going on <laughs> no, you're breaking up so bad. I can't hear you. Hey, I tell you what. I'll there you go. Yeah, try again later. Okay, we're gonna hit a break. Ten forty-six. I got a little uh, play some Coach Knight into and out of most of the breaks today. Uh, lots of good stuff from over the years. Thirty-six days to Oakland. Wes says. That's right. Right. Opening days Friday, December eighth. Right. One, two, three, four. You do the math in your head. I will tell you this. You don't have to wait until racing starts to go to Oakland because there are a lot of things to get get down on now. And if you don't have your Oakland Anywhere account set up, this is as good a time as any. you got all these Breeder Cup wages to, wagers to make this weekend. So you got the Oakland Anywhere for horse racing. you got Oakland Sports for all the sports betting this weekend. David turned his nose up at my lock of the week this week. Really hurt my feeling. So we'll see. He didn't like uh, Kentucky, right. Mississippi 36 State. Days. Okay, 36 days. Well, good, good job. Um, and uh, you can go to Oakland.com to book your rooms, find out more about the spa, and, of course, restaurants galore early, late, and uh, middle of the day. And, of course, in Pops Lounge, live music every single weekend, including this weekend. Do you want to know who's playing there this weekend? Band yes. called Shot Glass. Shot Glass. How much fun is that? Sounds like a good time to me. Um, they've also got great music coming up in the entertainment, uh, in the excuse me, in the event center. Although a couple of them have sold out. Buddy Guy sold out. Blues Travelers now sold out. Still got tickets for Martina McBride, Brett Michaels, December 30th. The Rocket Man Show on January 1st. Good way to ring in the new year. And Sawyer Brown announced this week coming on January 20th, I believe, if I could read my own handwriting. What's today? November 2nd? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow. Did we for talk Sawyer about Brown. the uh, Buddy Guy concert being moved? No, that's true. It's sold out, and it's going to be moved to next summer. Yep. That's correct. Thank you, Christian. Good good drop in there. Oakland.com, and you can find out things like that or whatever else you need to know. But this is a good week, again, if you're not on it, to get on the Oakland anywhere. It is so easy to get your money in and even easier to get it out. We're back in a sec. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. What I was told was bone on bone. I was going to have to have knee replacement, and I do not like surgery. Desperate to avoid surgery, Julie decided to check out QC Kinetics non-surgical regenerative treatments. My daughter actually works in a Chapel Hill, North Carolina lab, and I sent her all of the information that I was given. And she's like, oh, Mom, this is for you. I've heard great things about this. She's like, you need to try it before ever doing surgery. Julie started the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments right in the office using her own healing properties to help restore her damaged tissue. I know my daughter was right. Yeah, It's nice when you've got that um, person you can go to who might have a little bit more information, especially on the science of it. QC Kinetics, it's life-changing. Find out if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. 
Hey folks, Trey Johnson here with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. And I want to thank all our customers for making HJ Trailer Sales the number one trailer and truck bed dealer in the state of Arkansas. With fall almost here and everyone heading to the woods, I want to let you know that we're here to keep your trailers on the road with a great repair shop. So come see us at HJ Trailer Sales where we make you the priority and where you will also find that we keep our word. We're family owned and operated. Check us out at hjtrailersales.com or on Facebook. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. Gladys Chevrolet right now ready to make a good deal for you. It's a weekend. Weekend's almost here. Well, it's Thursday. It's a weekend for some people. They're getting the weekend started. Gladys Chevrolet is going to be moving some cars because they're moving them in. The 2024s are on the way, arriving every single day. they got to make room for them. Get rid of some 2023s. Great incentives. 0% financing. Great financing rates on the Equinox. No payments for the rest of the year. That's just on the new cars. On the used vehicles, they've got some vehicles out there for less than $300 a month. That is a great payment. That's one I want to find for my daughter when I get her a car. Less than $300 for a quality used car. Hard to find that, but they've got it at Guatney Chevrolet right now. And they're still paying top dollar for quality cars, trucks, SUVs. If you got one of those, you want to trade it in, you're going to get a great deal on it. And they're making those deals happen right now at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at the deals. Take a look at all the inventory. And then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. What was what was Coach Knight like? What was the interaction like with him and Alford? Uh, we used to we used to sit in the locker. We used to kill Alford. <laughs> we, were, we were like we were like we got we got seven more days with that nut. You <laughs> you got three more years. <laughs> We'd be just all be in there going, you know, you're a better man than me, and just uh, all that. You know, but I I mean he rode he rode Steve hard because he you know I mean because he picked Steve and. He was the Indiana guy, so I mean, he he made sure that yeah, he had to play well, right? He made sure that that uh, there was no uh, favoritism. Gotcha. That we never walked out of there going, man. I wish I was Steve Alford. We all walked out of there and go, man, crap is bad, but at least I'm not Steve Alford. <laughs> <laughs> that is Joe Klein talking about the great Bobby Knight, who uh, passed away yesterday at the age of 83, and that was Joe talking about his time on the uh, Olympic team, and Joe's obviously got a gold medal in really in large part because of Coach Knight's leadership on that team, and they got the gold medal, and uh, a lot of good things came out of that particular run uh, through the Olympics. It was the last amateur team to win a gold medal for the United States in men's basketball. Coach Knight was the head coach, and he picked Steve Alford over guys like Charles Barkley, who he wasn't a big fan of for his work ethic, and John Stockton, who was a well-known guard at the time to it, Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, By the way, it's a good time for a PSA with basketball starting next week. Say it with me. Gunzag. Uh, not Gunzag. Gunzag. Uh, yes. They're the Zags. They are. Gunzaga. They're, they're um, the Bulldogs. Yeah, but or Bulldogs. Bulldogs. We'll call them Bulldogs. Uh, who was the coach in 1988? Does anybody know? Don't know. Nobody remembers the team that lost coach. Who was on that team? I don't know. Yeah. We only know that they... They lost because we got the Dream Team in 1992, right? He also talked about Michael Jordan being on that team. He was pretty good. He was a early uh, advocate of Michael Jordan as maybe the greatest player ever. He was uh, on board with that long before Michael became Michael. But here he was talking about Jordan and <laughs> trying to nitpick something wrong with his game. When today's over, we have to work to change it. But you, I think, have got to really be a flexible leader if you're going to be an effective leader. I walked into the locker room after the first half of our game with Spain in 1984 for the gold medal. We're ahead by 29 points. We played basketball as well as the game can be played. Michael Jordan has played 12 minutes out of the 20. He has 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 
and 19 points in 12 minutes. In my opinion, there's nobody that's ever played anything that can compare to Michael Jordan with the possible exception of Jack Nicklaus and Babe Ruth. Michael Jordan is just the best there ever was at what he does by a considerable margin. <laughs> so I'm walking across the floor with this 29-point lead as I look at the scoreboard, and I'm a great believer in the best three minutes of the game for us has got to be the first three minutes of the second half. But what the hell am I going to say? Hey, we got to get better. We're 29 points ahead. we got to win by 59. These kids are going to be a little bit satisfied with themselves. They know how well they've played. And when I get to the locker room, I still haven't come up with an answer. I open the door, and the first guy I see is Jordan sitting in front of his locker. Idea light flies. And I say to myself, I'm going to get on Jordan's ass a little bit. And everybody else is going to say, God, if he's upset with Jordan, how's he feel about me? 12 minutes, 19 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, and I have the stat sheet in my hand, and I walk over in front of Jordan, and I look down at him, and I say, Mike, when the hell are you going to set a screen? We got four guys out there screening when you're in the game, screening to get you open, screening to get each other open. Haven't seen you set a screen yet. The only way I get all five guys screening, Mike, is to get you the hell out of the game. Now, when are you going to set a screen? All you've been doing so far, goddammit, is rebounding, passing, and scoring. You need to screen, Mike. <laughs> now, Jordan, you've all seen the grin. I mean, it's the greatest grin in the world. Doesn't quite use all of his grin in this circumstance. But he looks up at me and he grins a little bit and he says, Coach, didn't I see last week where you said I was the quickest player you'd ever been around? I said, Mike, what the hell has that got to do with you screening? Coach, I think I'm setting them quicker than you can see them out there. <laughs> flexible enough to look at Jordan and say, then God damn it, slow him down a little bit so I can see him. <laughs> These are the things that I think have to go in to being a leader. And we're all going to make mistakes in leadership positions. We aren't all going to make the right decision. Hmm. One of the better moments. Wasn't all uh, rainbows and unicorns in Bobby Knight's world, but he had his moments, and the guy could definitely engage a crowd. Great storyteller. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. 1058. That is just a piece of his legacy, without a doubt. Um, we're going to talk about the Razorbacks. We've got a whole hour talk, not really talking about Razorback football. We're going to spend a lot of time in the second hour talking about it because we got Red White Report, Quinn Grovey, and Barrett Salee, and we've got a bunch of sound from Coach Pittman from his coach's show last night. Hmm. So we'll get to all of those things coming up after... The break. Stick around. You're in the zone. Good times are ahead. I think. I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are too. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Razorback legend Darren McFadden joins Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz each week this football season to give his insights on what's happening in the world of football. DMAC is brought to you by 